Rock and roll football on Absolute Radio. Matt Dyson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Hello. Uh, what a lovely show it was today. I'm Jay Lawrence, by the way, in Hi, for uh, Matt Ford. Hi. 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 Hi, Jay. How, How are you? Are you? How are you? I'm good. Yeah. You okay? Yeah, good, thanks. Yeah. Um, what did we speak about on the show today? Oh, all sorts. We spoke about the most petty thing you've ever done in your life. Mm, lots of we pettiness today. Which Premier League footballer you'd be compared to by uh, senior management? <laughs> <laughs> See, I was fine with mine because champ- Champions League winner, Premier yeah. League winner. I think that's pretty good going. I think Jordan Henderson's reputation has been tainted somewhat. I don't think he was referring <laughs> to that. I don't think he was referring yeah, to that. Well, I won't give away mine because that one. But people are still guessing now. Someone's just guessed. Jimmy Banjo's just guessed Ray Parler. It was okay. Like for what purpose? Parlor. I'm not sure. Yeah. It's not the locks. <laughs> no, <laughs> I can tell you that. Uh, and uh, Richie Firth uh, has called me Gareth Barry as well. Also incorrect. Because he's what? Just always there. I don't know. <laughs> he's just yeah, always I, around. I, again, I don't think it's complimentary. It's just uh, yeah, he's just there and quite an unglamorous player, really, isn't he? Welcome to the podcast. Brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Actually, we've got two screens up in the studio today. We, we have, have to mention because yeah, we've yeah. got producer Liam's a big Birmingham City yes, fan. Yes, and they're playing in the early kickoff in the Championship. Currently losing 2-1 at Sunderland. Rooney Ball is still not really <laughs> paying dividends for the Blues. Liam, are you, are you having a good time? Yeah. <laughs> the Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Matthew Dyson. Yes. What's going on today? <laughs> Well, uh, massive amounts of claret could be spilled in North London later and not by the Metropolitan Elite at a cheese and wine party. The Gunners taking on <laughs> Burnley in just one of three three o'clock kickoffs this afternoon if VAR decisions don't go their way again, like last weekend's triple pronged aberration mm. against Newcastle. I imagine the club will probably release another statement <laughs> if Arteta goes off on one. Since when did clubs release statements about post match interviews in the heat of the moment? Grow up. Imagine if <laughs> Newcastle released one after Kevin Keegan's famous rant against Alex Ferguson in the 90s. Yes, the club would like to confirm we will indeed love it if we beat them. Ridiculous. Elsewhere at three, it's like uh, Julia Donaldson supergroup at Selhurst Park as the wise old owl Roy Hodgson takes on the worm-eating Gruffalo himself, Sean Dyche, as Crystal Palace play Everton. But will this bedtime story send us to sleep or eventually be turned into an animated film voiced by James Corden? We shall see. Also, with talk of a takeover nearly reaching a conclusion... Ten Hag's hapless Man United side are at home to Luton Town. The Hatters will need their hats on if it rains at leaky Old Trafford. But maybe new investor Jim Ratcliffe will sort all that out. The second richest man in the UK, according to the Times, with an estimated fortune of £29 billion on the verge of buying a 25% stake in the club. Great to see a Brit investing in the country where he made his fortune, putting something back, supporting future generations. Although actually... Wait a second, it says on his Wikipedia page that Ratcliffe officially changed his tax residence <laughs> from Hampshire to Monaco in 2020, a move that saves him around £4 billion in tax a year. Oh, sort of leaves a bit of a sour taste in the mouth. Perhaps he doesn't like giving back after all. Uh, sort of ruined the preview of the Red Hot Premier League action, to be honest. But uh, we are back. The man with just one impression for everyone, Jay Lawrence, uh, is back again today as the man with a thousand voices. There he is. Matt Ford continues his time on the sidelines. And producer Liam is here after revealing this week that in 2009, when he was just 14, he posted a, the following status update on his Facebook. Vampire, emo, rocker, I'd still love you. So 
open-minded he was back then, or perhaps just not picky. Who knows? But you're all welcome here on Rock and Roll Football, even vampires. <laughs> what did producer Liam... Well, in 2009, he, he took to Facebook. I don't know if he'd been drinking cider down the park. Well, no, like you were, what, 14 at the time? So Let's get perhaps. you on. Where are you, Liam? Yeah. I'm over here. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of my favourite tweets I've seen for a long time. I've just shared it, actually, if you want to have a look. It just, <laughs> says, it just says vampire, question mark, emo, question mark, rocker, question mark. I'd still love you. <laughs> what a weird statement. So we need to go back to we need to go back to 2009, and we need to figure out why you why uh, why yeah. you would, would put that. So, so had you recently seen Twilight, which was big yes. at that time? Came out in 2008. So, I, I've yeah, never maybe seen that film. You've never so seen no. it. Oh wow! So we so can rule that out. We can rule that out. You, you did say. <laughs> Could have, it could have been because of some uh, somebody that you were into at the time, yeah. who presumably was a vampire. Yeah, I'm guessing they, all of the above. Ozzy Osbourne. Really? Oh right. Ozzy okay. Ozzy so it was like a big. It was a come and get me plea. <laughs> to this maybe specific emo rocker. Because vampire that was quite a thing there back then. Was that you, you would indirect people, wouldn't you? Right. Okay. You, it's, it's a uh, subtweet. Right. Right. Subtweet. Yeah. I think yeah. Call it. yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was. It was wow. definitely. Fourteen-year-old Liam was subtweeting <laughs> a, somebody who was uh, vampire. Someone who identified as the undead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no idea. I just don't know. He says he's got no Amazing. idea. But do you Amazing. know what he just said a moment ago, Dyson? He yeah. just said a moment ago. Two girls liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Two losses in a row for Spurs, Dyson, and look, we have brought it up. The fact that. You and Ange Postacoglu, you don't look dissimilar, right? Yes. And then what, what was it that you won that award for? Was it last year? Was oh, it the, the year before? Oh, the crush, yeah, a few years. Well, it wasn't really an award. It was, just a, <laughs> it was a public vote. Oh, well, that's even for, better. As a secret crush. Yeah, yeah so, forget yeah. the critics. We want yeah, the public exactly. vote. So you came third or I second, second, didn't you? Yeah, oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I do like to <laughs> In think the heat that... magazine poll, yeah. I like to think that Ange Postacoglu's wife saw it and was yeah. like, do you know what? Yeah, yeah. So, Ange, mate. Yeah. Like, there's my Australian accent. You can do an Australian accent. Wow, there you what go. What are you smiling about? Yeah. <laughs> and so you said, and you should model yourself on this guy. That's exactly yeah. what happened. Do you think that that's what happened? I like to think that's exactly what happened, yeah. Do you have a message for Ange Postacoglu after Just, his uh, team oh, lost well, two in a row? Well, I don't think he's been found out. I think they will bounce back. This isn't a Spursy moment, as everyone always calls it. I think he'll, he'll bounce back and just keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing, Ange. Yeah, looks wise. Looks wise, <laughs> you're on to a winner. <laughs> I like as well, you just mentioned a moment ago, it's like, oh, yeah, he's, he's got a better head of hair. Didn't really know what to respond to that. Like, Because I thought, if I agree to it, not going to go down well. And if I if I say no, he's not, yeah. well, that's just a straight up lie. Well, exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, producer Liam was wondering if at the Spurs training ground they ask, uh, they go around saying, oh, you look just like that Matt Dyson. I'm absolutely ready. Yeah. I very much doubt it. <laughs> if only. Um, if uh, if you're at the training ground, any, any point this week, you no, know, no. Uh, if you could if you could ask. <laughs> do you know what? Football journalists do ask Ange Postacoglu questions. Yeah. And I feel like this is a question that needs to be asked. Yeah. Well, maybe, you know, maybe our paths will cross at some point in the future and we'll get a picture together. That'd be nice. Actually, oh. you've been compared to uh, to somebody else as well, haven't you? Another Premier footballer. League footballer. A Premier League of footballer. Yeah. yeah. By our boss. By really. our boss. Actually, actually, I'll tell you yeah. what. 
pause that yeah. because I have as well. Uh, yeah, I really, have as well. This is a weird thing he does where he compares <laughs> presenters on air <laughs> to Premier League footballers, and they and it's sort of like an analogy as to how good you are as to which Premier League footballer he picks. Yeah, and then you've got, but then you can dive really deep into it and yeah. like work if you know anything about the footballer, it's like yeah, but like he was That's, really bad yeah. against Burnley yeah. last week. Yeah. Like it's not always complimentary. That's the thing. Yeah, sometimes so, it's yeah. So he compared fire. me because uh, because you can pull back the curtain. You have meetings sometimes, don't you, with yeah. your boss and yeah, that. Yeah. And, and it, it, I want to be clear, he did mean this as a compliment. He compared me to, uh, and I am a Liverpool fan, so I'm presuming this is why he did it, uh, former Liverpool captain, Champions League winner, Ste- Jordan Henderson. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. You'd, if you have Stevie G in his pomp, you'd Honestly, be Honestly, I'd, I'd have been crying. But, jo- I mean, yeah, Jordan Henderson, he was pretty good, you know, back in the day. I know, but you can look into it, though, can't you? Because you'd be like, it's going to be like, oh, so is he saying that I'm decent, but he'd prefer Naby Keita? Like, you know. <laughs> and especially now, Jordan Henderson now, since he went to Saudi Arabia, <laughs> it's not a great comparison, is it? Really? He, he could have essentially said, like, Jay, you know, you've got 644 listeners in Saudi Arabia. That's yeah, essentially yeah, what he was yeah, exactly. saying. It's like, yeah, you, you're you're purely in it for the money. What is he saying? <laughs> you know, you're abandoning your principles for yeah. cash. <laughs> so you're he just meant, like Jordan Anderson. He meant it as is that I'm consistently good. But I I was yes. like, well, I have been following Liverpool for a while. And you, you've obviously not watched the last couple of years, to be honest with you. Mate. Um, you have been compared to... I have, yeah. A it Premier was, League footballer. It was a weird one from, yeah, a while back as well. From a while back. Yeah. Okay, I think we should do like a guessing game. <laughs> I wonder if we can do some sort of clue. Can we can we have some sort of clue? Um, or maybe give like two qualities to yeah. to this all like position. He was like a midfielder. He was a okay. midfielder. A midfielder right? who used to play in the it Premier was League. A good 10 years ago, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. We'll leave uh, it at that. Yeah. We're going to leave it at that. Hello to Wes in Grimsby who says Matt Dyson is it Yaya Torre? Oh, Yaya Torre. Similar career to the player in question. Is it? Actually, yeah. Made his name in France, then went to play in Spain, and then came to the Premier League later on down the line. So quite a similar career path to Yaya Torre. Someone else, uh, Claire here, is saying a uh, similar statue to Jan Mulby. <laughs> Jan, Jan, Jan Mulby. <laughs> Jan Mulby. Liverpool in the 80s. Yes. Oh, he was great. In those short shorts that they used to wear, he was amazing, but it wasn't. But him. you said it was it's like incorrect. 10, 15 years years ago didn't yeah, you in yeah, the Premier yeah. League so he retired about 15 years ago yeah, how about yeah. this one Harry's been on yeah. Harry says Thomas Graveson because he, oh, he's, wow. <laughs> he's a bit mad because he's a bit mad Thomas Graveson was great though. Thomas Graveson went from Everton and wasn't yes. playing for Everton and then Real Madrid were like well we'll have him yeah <laughs> it was weird wasn't it was like, it? why did he get picked up by Real Madrid he's got a very good agent an extremely he, good Graveson. agent and actually there's another link there because this player that I was compared to also played for Real Madrid so mm. uh, we're getting closer I feel we're getting closer it is uh, time for glory hunters Matthew Dyson ah yes it's time to feel Relaxed. Where are we travelling oh, to travel today? Let's travel to Morpeth Town once again. Actually, well, we're following Morpeth Town, uh, known as the Highwaymen uh, in the Northern Premier League Premier Division. Uh, they play their trade at Crake Park uh, in Morpeth. But today we are on the road away at Stafford Rangers, of course, in Staffordshire. That's the big game we're keeping an eye on. Uh, Morpeth at Stafford. Uh, we've been looking into Morpeth over the past couple of weeks. Uh, I must say a very big thank you to. Uh, Ralph Anderson uh, from Essex who told me about a pub there uh, in Morpeth called The Grotto which is built into the rocks 
at the coast, which mm. if you look up the grotto in Morpeth, it's quite a, a it's unbelievable, building, isn't, it? isn't it? It's like some sort of lift shaft leading from the top of the cliff down to this hotel bar area, which is almost built into the cliff. I mean, they might suffer from coastal erosion over the next few years, but I mean, it's quite an impressive... Save that for the coastal it's erosion quite, podcast. <laughs> it's quite an impressive looking thing. I mean, we've I've been looking at more interesting facts about Morpeth, and I've tried to find some celebrities that were born there. Oh, go on. I mean, the only one of note is is um, uh, Alex Banfield, British opera star and concert tenor. You ever heard of him? <laughs> well, say, I think <laughs> I think we've got some sort Alex of uh, tumbleweed uh, <laughs> sound yeah, effect no, here. I'd, I'd never heard of him either. There's no big name stars coming out of Morpeth, but it looks like a lovely town. And up the highwayman. Up the highwayman. Just to be clear as well, before I say this, because yeah. um, Morpeth, it does look like a lovely place, but it does sound a little bit like um, like a Count Dracula's assistant or something ah, like that, doesn't it, yes. Morpeth? And do you know what that does remind me of? Mm. Is this tweet that we've spoken about from uh, producer Liam, oh, yeah. where he wrote, Vampire emo rocker, I'd yeah. still love I'd you, still from love 2009. You. Vampire, Morpeth, could be it. Morpeth. Morpeth. Was Vampire Morpeth, I still love you. Count Duckula's assistant. <laughs> exactly. Morpeth! Morpeth! Getting you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. So we've been talking, haven't we, Dyson, about footballers that we've been compared to, actually by the same person who may or may not be our yes. boss. Yeah. May, yeah. Or not, may not be listening. Um... <laughs> Now, I've realised, we've we put it out on a text, didn't we? 8 to 12, 15, we've been saying, you know, which footballer do you think it could be that you've been compared to? I've actually just seen that somebody's got it right. Wow. So, um, we've got producer Liam to get him on. Let's get him on the line, producer Liam. We'll get him on the line. We'll do some text before that. So, you've got, you yeah. got somebody, somebody suggested uh, something to you. Yes, Darren on Twitter says Paul Skulls. Is it Paul Skulls? That, I mean, mm. Mm, no. That's a massive compliment, isn't it? Uh, well, yeah, it would be. He was a great, One of the he greatest... was part of the golden generation, wasn't yeah. he? Of course, yeah, but a great midfielder. Never could fit into the England squad though yeah, is that no, what we're saying yeah, it's just like great Lampard. guy yeah. great guy just doesn't yeah. fit in yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's right yeah uh, but I mean no it's not he, he, my player was more of a defensive midfielder I'd say ah okay what about well not a centre back then because no. Dom and York has said Razor Ruddock oh yeah there's been a few Razor, <laughs> Razor Ruddock I wish it was Razor Ruddock he's a character isn't he we've had, what an amazing character Razor Ruddock is we've had Mel say I apologise profusely um, mm. sorry Matt in advance was yeah. it Razor Ruddock in his gr- in his grey era <laughs> his grey era his grey era he's still in his grey <laughs> yeah. era isn't he? we had Razor Ruddock on this show once uh, did you I think it was during lockdown and he came on and he, he started talking about this pump that he had to uh, sort of improve his uh, oh, no. married life, right? and we couldn't use it anyway, so we just had to go put it on the podcast because it was it was quite just using it, it was quite explicit. But well, Rudder was like he had some sort of deal where he was paid to promote this pump. It was amazing. To be fair, the brand was probably not you know pump to improve your married life, was it? I'm sure that that was not what it was called. Right, Liam, you've got the person who's got it right on the line. Uh, okay, hello. Which footballer do you think Matt Dyson has been compared to? Uh, Claude Makalele. Claude Makalele? He's what? right! He's right! He's right! How did you get it? It's what? <laughs> yeah! You're spot on! That's amazing! <laughs> Why do you think he's compa- he's been compared to Claude Makalele? Uh, it was just a description. He played in France, he played in Spain. Yeah. Wow. He played Ex- in the Premier League and then he said he played for Real Madrid. Excellent football knowledge there. Do you think that Matt Dyson has any like qualities that you compare, like you know, because Claude Makélélé he was he was dominant on the field, yeah. wasn't he? Is, are you, is, is, do you think Matt Dyson's dominant in the radio field? <laughs> He's dominant in everything he does. Yeah, thank oh. you, thank you. Who is this, by the way? What's your name, sir? Ian. 
Ian, and whereabouts are you, Ian? Oh, he's out beeping his horn. No, that's my missus. We're going out. Oh, <laughs> sorry for keeping you. <laughs> sorry I'm late. I was just comparing someone on the radio to Claude Makalele. <laughs> Amazing, Ian. Yeah, I think it was quite uncomplimentary. It's more slightly like, because he was a defensive midfielder. It's that sort of workman-like. The water, the water carrier? The water carrier, yeah. That's, yes. That's what the boss was saying. That's what it exactly was. That, that's yeah. what it was. Which I wasn't that pleased about, to be honest. <laughs> Ian, thank you very much. Nice one, too. Cheers. What's going on with Glory Hunters, Dyson? Morpeth uh, away at Stafford Rangers, still goalless. Blissett's glancing header goes well wide of the target. <laughs> it's the latest update from Morpeth Town AFC's Twitter feed, but it's nil-nil at half-time. Um, actually, we do have to um, put out an apology as well because oh, yes. we've had Sorry. multiple texts, people, yeah. multiple tweets, uh, <laughs> not happy with not happy with you, to yeah. be fair, Matthew <laughs> Dyson. I'll be honest with you, not happy with you. My inaccurate facts, which I think were handed to me by someone called Ralph in Essex, but Morpeth isn't on the coast is the big takeaway that mm-hmm. a lot of people are saying. The Grotto place, which it's is the pub in the, yeah, the pub built into the cliff by the sea, is somewhere else in the northeast. Uh, Morpeth is inland in Northumberland. Its most famous person uh, is Noddy from Biker Grove. Uh, there okay. you go. Oh, wow. Noddy from Biker Grove. Thank you, Kerry. Thank you very much. Kerry, who was it before? It, my, it was a famous opera singer. What was his name? I can't remember. <laughs> Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Dyson, something went on in South America. Yes. Big story. It's like an 80s film title. Something went on in South America. Let's talk about it. Yeah, so it was a huge story this week, one of the best uh, stories in the world of football uh, in Peru, where there was like a winner-takes-all decider at the Mm. end of the season in Peru, and uh, Allianz Lima were playing their arch-enemies Universitario. And you may have seen this because it's been getting coverage left, right and centre, but as soon as they lost at home to their main rivals, they didn't want to let themselves celebrate so they just turned off all oh, the power because no. it was a nighttime game they turned off the floodlights apparently the ref had he still had the whistle in his mouth and as soon as the whistle went they were like, forget it they're not celebrating in our ground it's the most petty thing you've ever seen they go no you're not having any lights on all you could see was like the the, the faint glow of the advertising hoarding of course you couldn't you couldn't you, you could not see the players let alone celebrate so I don't know how they celebrated in the dark they're still there has yeah, um has there ever been a pettier thing? Do you think I can't think of another pettier thing? The most petty in sports thing in the world, isn't it? Yeah. It reminds me of when I was a so bit childish. younger, when I was like, uh, like fifteen or something, playing FIFA with my mate Tom. Oh, right? Oh, yeah. This is this thing that happened all the time. Yeah. Where if I was beating him, like let's yeah. say like three 0 at half time on FIFA, he'd turn it off. He oh, just really? turned the console. He right. would turn the console up. He would throw the controller, oh, and he'd walk no. away. Oh, he'd ta- walk I'm away. Turning it off. It's my. It's my PlayStation. It was his PlayStation. It was. Yeah. That's what he used to say. Because <laughs> oh, no. it was. It was. Just, it's the equivalent of you know, like when you used to play football down the park or something, yeah, and it's yeah. like the ball goes right, over or something. Home. It's my ball. I'm yeah, going it's, home. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's exactly that. that. It's, it's uh, so what petty. is the most petty thing? You have done. Yes, Adam in Sheffield says, Hi guys, me and my cousin used to play Pokemon religiously in the early 2000s. We fell out over something, so I logged onto his Game Boy and restarted his Pokemon save. Still feel guilty today. Adam, that is awful. As somebody who loved playing Pokemon in the late 90s, early 2000s, I I just don't think we'd be friends, Adam. If you do something like that, 
What's yeah. it say about your character? Yeah, he still feels guilty about it. And an anonymous one from London here says, Hi, the pettiest thing I ever did was when my boyfriend got with someone else one day, I went to see him, and her toothbrush was in the bathroom. Oh. So I rubbed it round the toilet. <gasps> no. <laughs> no. That's not all, is it? That's dangerous. I'm very Don't happy that, that that person chose to be anonymous. Yeah. I feel very awkward mm. saying, you know... I- I don't, I don't like that one. How about this one? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just being honest. It's just too much. Do you know it's what I mean? It's a step too far, isn't it, it is. Anonymous? It Come is. on. <laughs> what were you thinking? Paul in Cheltenham has been on. Oh, years ago, Cheltenham Town were playing away at Stevenage in winter and the pitch was prepared for the first half, which was played. Cheltenham were winning and, funny enough, the Stevenage ground staff couldn't find their shovels to clear the pitch for the second half. So it was postponed. What's this? What's Paul saying? Is Paul saying that he he has conspired to stop the game, or is he saying uh, the Stevenage ground staff couldn't? Oh, Oh, I just can't find the shovels. Where we put the shovels? I guess we're just going to have to postpone it. Or is Paul saying that he stole the shovels? So, but if Paul in Cheltenham is saying that he stole the shovels and his team are winning, yeah, yeah, bit weird that. Yeah, I think he's having to go at the ground staff. I think he is. Ground staff were petty. On rock and roll football. Yes, Andrew Johnson jumps on a poorly cleared... Not, not that, that Andrew one. Johnson. Another <laughs> Andrew Johnson has pounced on a poorly cleared ball from 15 yards and slots it in. Get in. Hashtag up the peth. <laughs> that's, that's the hashtag Morton Town AFC use on their Twitter feed. Up the peth. It sounds weird, peth. that does. It sounds like a medical it? thing. It does, know. doesn't it? Up the peth. Up the peth. Apparently a trademark AJ goal. He's on fire. Morpeth 1-0 up at Stafford Rangers. It sounds like something that, like, you know, at the end of uh, a school day on a Friday night, you'd say to him, are you going up the path later? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You're going up the path. Like a recreation That's it. Yeah. You're going up the oh, path. I'm just going to hang out at the path. <laughs> you're going up the path. Glory <laughs> Hunters wow. on rock and roll football. We are supplying them with more success through <laughs> the Glory Hunters. This show is single-handedly turning their season <laughs> around uh, because they're now 2-0 up. Morpeth Town at Stafford Rangers. Liam Noble has scored his first goal of the season. A cool slotted finish from outside of the box. Hashtag up the path. Up the path. Up the path. It's like Tune when someone up. gets pregnant now, isn't it? Yeah, oh, up, like, hashtag up the path. Hashtag up the path. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I forgot what we're doing next. Oh, okay, I remember now. Just got too focused on Morpeth. Morpeth Town AFC. Yeah. So we're talking about the most petty mm. things that you have you have done, haven't we, uh, Dyson? Yes. After the lights were turned off in a Peruvian game, yeah, because they didn't want to see the <laughs> Their rivals celebrating. We've got a good one on eight twelve fifteen. Yes, this one from uh, Dave in Doncaster, is it? Yeah. Mm. Back in the late nineties, my parents bought me and my sister a PlayStation, the original one. With me Show being off. the old, yeah, and I get you. With me being <laughs> the oldest at ten years old, it lived in my room. Fair enough. Yeah. My sister would appear in my room morning, noon, and night, desperate to play Rayman. Mm. <laughs> good game. I used game. to play was Rayman. It good, was it? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Eventually, I got fed up uh, of her doing this. So I took a pen to the disc and scratched it so much that it couldn't be read. And she wouldn't come into my bedroom to play on our shared console anymore. We had something similar about talking about like a Pokemon game. And then, uh, where was it? Who was it earlier? And then unsaving. Yeah, that was Adam in Sheffield. Adam in Sheffield said, uh, still feel guilty today. Mm. Dave in Doncaster, smiley face. Uh. Smiley face. (laughs) Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. 
Hashtag up the pef. Oh! I have an update. If you want to sound the football. Uh, it just says goal. It's three. <laughs> and then it says Fenton! <laughs> <laughs> because uh, Jenkins cutting ball into the box finds Fenton John. He latches onto the ball and fires it into the net. But, do you know what? There is nothing like a, a reference from 2009. Know, so go, 15 years later. Really oh, so, nice, well, nice I mean, work from the Morpeth Town AFC admin there, wasn't it? Do you reckon they have a like a like a little chant or anything? Like to do with up the pair. They've got to just Imagine the whole crowd shouting, Fenton! Fenton! That'd be great. But you need it all in unison. And to do that, you need a choir master at the front. You need a conductor. And three, two. So they just yeah, they just probably think up the path. Probably do. We need to go there and check it out. We do. Well to be fair, if if they're doing so well as they have been, as you said, rock and roll football is essentially made sure that they are winning every single week. Then if it comes to it in a few weeks' time or a few months' time, if they do happen to win every game... We're going to be live from Morpeth. Exactly. Up the path on a Saturday afternoon. Get your permission slip signed by your parents. (laughs) Rock and roll football. Podcast done. Matt Dyson, what a lovely time. What a wonderful time of the year that was. The most incredible time of the year, yes. It's been very nice. Uh, Thank you very much for for having me these last couple of weeks. I appreciate it. It's been good. And now we won't be here next week because of the international break, I believe. Uh, So we don't do a rock and roll football podcast, but do give us a five-star review if you've Mm -hmm. enjoyed this one. Yeah. And if you've ever attended Paul Koncheski's Cafe, (laughs) Conch's Caf, just let us know. Please get in touch on the socials because I'd love to see pictures. Mm. I'd love to get you on and hear your story. Stories about what it was like. Uh, pie, mash, and liquor is mainly what they serve, but they might do they, do they do eels? I don't know. We have no uh, idea. Conscious calf. We've got to find out more.